You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. We are just rolling along here in the freaking year of 2021. Holy cow, it's going by so fast. You know what's interesting is I feel like, this is something personal to me, I feel like life has just gone by so fast Specifically, there was a certain time where everything just started to go fast. Here's when it was. I was a junior in high school. This is the year 2000 and what was it? 2001, no, two, 2002. Junior in high school is that summer. Actually, what's funny is that was the summer that I had the ultimate friend zone situation. I'll, I'll tell you that story in a second. But I remember that summer was when all of a sudden life just started going super fast. It was just crazy. Like everything up until summer of junior year, everything was slow. Life seemed like it was forever. Summers would be forever. School semesters would feel like they were forever. Camp felt like it was forever. Everything just felt forever. And then all of a sudden, junior year, it was just like boom, boom, boom. And all of a sudden now, wow, here we are. What is it? Some 18 years later. Just crazy. Anyway, friend zone, ultimate friend zone story. I was junior and it was that summer that I remember I ended up dating who was a pretty, um, like a semi-popular girl. She was very pretty. She was definitely sought, sought after by many guys in high school. And for some reason, this is my my thinking here, right? This is the low self-esteem thinking. For some reason, she liked me. And I remember that we would always hang out. We were friends for a long time. And I remember I was on AOL Instant Messenger. Boy, this dates me. I was on AOL Instant Messenger. I remember her friend said to me, hey, just want to let you know, so-and-so likes you. And that was just the craziest moment of my life because I remember I liked her so much and never thought in a million years that this girl would like me, right? I was never liked by pretty girls in high school. And when I heard that, it was, it literally felt like a dream come true. I mean, maybe you've had this experience, maybe you haven't. And so I remember what happened is we started talking more and we ended up being each other's boyfriend and girlfriend. It lasted about two weeks. And the reason was is because every time we hung out, and we hung out a lot, and every time we hung out, I was too scared to kiss her. I was too scared to get physical with her. And I was so scared because I was just nervous. Like I'd never had a girl this attractive like me before, so I wouldn't make a move. And it was two weeks later that she told me, I think it's better that we just be friends. And it just completely crushed me. And the reason why she said this was because I never got physical with her. I never kissed her. And I know this sounds funny, like, oh, whatever, Trip, you're just a bunch of like 17-year-old kids, but it's still human nature, female nature, male nature. It's still how it goes. I bet you if I would would have made a move and kissed her and not been so scared and been more dominant and more alpha in that situation, then we would have probably dated, at least for a little bit longer. But of course, that wouldn't have happened because it didn't happen because that wasn't the reality. And I'll always remember that story because I feel like it's the ultimate friend zone story where I bet you you have a story like that too, where maybe you had a moment where you could have kissed the girl 
and it just didn't happen. You just completely wussied out. Well, it uh, didn't take too long after that where I realized that that was a big mistake and I made sure to never make that mistake again. Of course, it didn't help me until I was much in my early 20s, mid-20s, where I really tried to learn more about what it meant to attract women. It wasn't just going for a kiss, but more than that. Anyway, thought I'd share that with you. Why don't we get into today's topic? And of course, before I go into that, you know, I always like to tell you that if you ever need help and you want me to be there for you and guide you along and mentor you and and completely coach you through the process of meeting and attracting women and even writing your text messages for you. I know today we're talking about texting and a lot of guys need help with texting and it's a big issue these days because we're all texting. And because of that, guys have trouble with it. And I actually write text messages for you guys to be able to send to the women that you're talking to. So if you ever need help and want me to text for you to actually get the girl to meet up with you, let me know. That is one of my services and what I do for you. If you need help and you want that, go to coachedbytrip.com where you can apply to work with me. You can can even scroll down to the bottom or the middle of that page where it shows some testimonials of guys who have worked with me and you can see the amazing results that they've gotten. So check that out in the middle of the page on coachedbytrip.com. In the meantime, we're talking about texting girls and the big mistakes associated with it. Well, here's the thing. This is where guys get tripped up and confused. No pun intended. But here's where guys get tripped up is that I totally understand that these days, this is how we're communicating. I mean, we're texting everywhere. We're Facebook messaging, we're DMing, we're texting each other, we're SMS messaging each other. We are writing little texts on our captions on Instagram and Facebook, and we're writing emails. We are digitally communicating more than we ever have, and it's only going to continue. So therefore, we believe that because we're texting, and that's a form of communication, that that is something that we should be focusing on in terms of getting a girl interested or attracted. And we ask the question of what do I text her? How do I text her? When should I text her? All valid questions. And I totally understand where guys are coming from with this. Okay. This is the era that we live in. And by the way, don't get me wrong. I'm living this era too. Okay. I'm not old man over here. I'm texting all the time. I'm texting with clients all day long. I text with with my girlfriend. I'm texting my family. I mean, this is a main source of communication. We're all doing it. We're all in it. If this were 30 years ago, even 20 years ago, you might be asking, well, what do I say to a girl? Now, I know you're asking that too. You know, that's why the title of the podcast is called How to Talk to Girls. But that question is now associated with also how do you text girls? So that's the question you're asking because that's the way that we're communicating. The problem, however, The problem is we are not evolved as a species to be attracted to someone over text. We are not created like that. I don't think we ever will be. I don't know how many tens of thousands of years it's, you know, that it would take for that to happen, if at all. Okay. What I'm saying here is when we're texting with people, especially women, There's nothing that you can say. There's nothing that you could do. There's nothing that you could even talk about that's going to make her more attracted to you. I'm working with a client right now. 
And I hope he's listening. I'm pretty sure he found me through the podcast. And he said to me, he goes, Trip, here's the deal, man. I talk to a lot of my girlfriends. And when he says girlfriends, he means just friends that are girls. To talk to a lot of my girlfriends. And they say to me that they want to be with a guy who's a good texter. They want to be with a guy who knows how to text. They want to be with a guy who knows how to flirt over text. And the girls say to him, these are his words, that it's important these days to be a good text communicator. You need to know how to do that. So these girls are feeding into his ear. You need to be good at texting. You need to be good at texting. And I hope I made an impact today in our, in our coaching call. But really, I hope I blew his mind here. And I hope I'm about to blow yours. So understand that when it comes to texting, these females that are saying that, they're saying this because, not because the guy is texting them like, like, imagine, right? These girls are saying like, oh yeah, like I just met this guy and we barely knew each other. And then he started texting me and oh my gosh, I started to like him. I mean, does that even make sense to you? Of, of course not. So what they're saying to him, but they're not communicating it properly. They're saying to him, I already like a guy and he's texting me. And because he's giving me that attention, I like him. So this is a chicken and the egg thing, but I'll tell you what came first. What came first is she was attracted to him. So let me spell this out for you. She was attracted to him first. And the fact that he text messages her and flirts with her and gives her attention over text, it makes her feel more attracted to him because she's getting the attention. Okay? It's not the texting that's making her attracted. Does that make sense here? So I know people might say, yeah, Trip, I know that. So yeah, that's why we got to like text and know what to text so they continue to like us. No, you don't need to do that. My point here is attraction was initially built and it is built through human-to-human, face-to-face interactions. That's how it's built. You don't have to continue to text. You don't have to text a lot between dates. You don't have to have long text message conversations. You can but you're also wasting your time, by the way. And also, why even bother? You already have her attracted. Why do you have to text all day? Just meet up with her. If a girl likes you, she's not going to be like, mm, he's not texting me. I don't like him. She'll say that if you don't text her and you don't make a plan to meet up with her. Yeah, then she'll lose attraction for sure. Because she's like, oh, this guy is not texting me. He's not meeting. He's not doing anything. But what I want you to do, my friend, is I want you to be texting women to meet up with them. So we use texting to meet up. I've said this in a lot of my episodes. Texting is logistics so that they always know that there's a plan to see each other again. They all There's always going to be a date there. If you guys are going through the whole process and maybe this is going to be your girlfriend one day and you guys are dating, having fun, yeah, there should always be a date in the books. Not necessarily every second. Like maybe you do a third date and then you wait a couple of days to set the other date. But you're going to do that. So guys are worried, like, I got to text her. She's going to think I'm not into her. I'm going to text her. You don't, no, no, no. You don't need to do that. You just need to set a date with her. And you can do that via text. Texting all day actually hurts you. So I'm working with a client right now, the one I was just talking about, and I had to explain him all this. And he showed me his text messages today. And, and I'm not putting him down for this. I told him this. And again, I hope he's listening so he can hear this advice again. But remember that. When you're texting someone, you are actually killing attraction two ways. First way, you are showing them that you have no life 
because you're texting them. So my client was sending big paragraphs. I said, no, no, got to say no to the big paragraphs and voice notes and all this stuff. Can't do that. You're just showing a girl that you don't have anything else going on. That's unattractive. Women say that they want you to be their whole life. Like they want, that's what they say. But when it actually happens, they actually become unattracted to you. They want to know that you're busy doing other things, have a purpose, have a passion, and that you might be talking to other women. Yeah, there I said it. It Sounds a little gamey, but it's true. Because if that might be the case, then that makes them chase you even more. The second reason why it's bad is because you might say something that might screw it up. Because people read text messages in their own voice. So if you read a text message in your own voice, and it sounds sarcastic or mean, or you're just confused, then you lose the whole idea of what communication is supposed to be. And you can't necessarily clearly communicate over text. Well, as well as in person, that's for sure. So you might say something that might turn her off and that might just be plain weird. And then what if you're sending too many emojis and it makes you look feminine? Guys like to send emojis or you're on an iPhone and you do the heart or like the text messages that someone sent. It's just you're just giving them all this validation, validation, validation attention and more room for error. So this is the big mistake of texting too much, showing too much attention and the room for error on what you might do over text. So this is the big problem with texting girls. This is why I tell you not to text. And guys are just not convinced yet, which is why I got to keep on saying it. And I will I'll keep on saying it as much as I can to help you. Because that's the whole case here is that if you are just nonstop texting, and thinking you can build attraction over text, you're wrong. So back to my client here. So he's texting this girl, they're sending each other paragraphs, and they can never, she can never meet up. He says he's tried several times. And it seems interesting, right? So here's the story. He's tried several times. There's been voice notes, been paragraphs of text. He's tried several times to meet up with her, and she's always busy. But she's sending voice notes back and long paragraphs. He says to me that they're matching. He's trying to match what she's doing but she won't meet up with him. I said, how much longer? I didn't say this to him, but I implied this. How much longer do you want to do this for? You know, it's like how much longer, like you think like there's a magical text. Like, what do I text her now? It's like, you think that there's some magical text now that's going to make her go, now I'll meet up with him. No, this is from an online match, by the way. It's like, if you haven't shown enough personality, which I guess you can a little bit through text messaging and voice notes. I don't know what else there is to do. But by the way, I just want to be clear here. You don't even need to do all those things. You don't need to show your personality over text message and voice notes. You can do this in person. So you got to just come back to, listen, I am going to only meet up with women who want to meet up with me. I'm not going to chase women because now he's in this chase mode. Now, how many times does he have to ask her to hang out? It just makes him more and more unattractive and less valuable. So he doesn't come off as a high value man. He comes off as a needy man with low options, no social proof. See how this all ties in together? And this is what caused women to be actually unattracted to you because you're being so responsive over text. So I told him that, listen, this is the end of it. You have to ask her out one more time and see when she's free. And if she's not free, you need to stop texting her. And if she's texting you back, then you need to say, hey, listen, it seems like, you know, 
we've been chatting for a while and you're not able to meet up. So let's just cut it here if you're not interested in meeting. Yes, that's right. You can be that direct with her and say that. And that's going to do one of two things. Put her in her place so she can be like, okay, okay. Uh, wow, I don't want to lose this guy. Like, yeah, let's meet up. And you're not being rude about it. You're just saying like, hey, I, I don't prefer to text anymore. I, we've never met and I think that's what we need to do. Hopefully, by the way, this is something you never need to do. You can use this advice if you're with that situation right now with any women. But, you know, here's the deal. You should never get to that point. You should right away be texting and asking for a meetup. And even if they're super pretty, even if the most beautiful woman in the world and they give you some runaround, it's, it's, it never was. Don't let them tease you. Don't ever be teased. Nothing is until it is. You ever hear that saying, nothing is until it is? Meaning, if they're not willing to meet up with you, then you never had her in the first place. And who cares how pretty she is? There's a million other pretty women. But she's not interested in you just because she sends you voice notes. She's not interested in you if she sends you LOLs. She's not interested if she sends you emojis. She's not interested in you if she takes your calls. She's not interested in you unless she agrees to meet up with you. Here's the other problem, and I know you know what I'm talking about. It's the addicting part of texting. Oh boy, is it freaking addicting. It is just the little dopamine hits that you get. So I get it. You want to be texting a girl throughout the day. I'm not saying that you should, but I'm saying that's probably what you want. And dude, I've been there. I get it. It feels good, especially when you like a girl, when you get that text message. When you get that ding, when you see it pop up on your notifications, it's like, ooh, all of a sudden you get this rush of excitement, and that's what makes it addicting. So what happens? Well, you want to respond, and you want to keep the conversation going because you enjoy this feeling of getting the text message back. You're in this addiction. You're addicted to getting the text back. So that's where you are in this vicious cycle. You are addicted to texting, addicted to the validation, the feeling of, oh, she likes me because she's sending me this text and not focused enough on the actual meetup. Or maybe you are focused on the meetup, but you're still spending all day texting and you have an insecurity that's saying, okay, I want to hear from this person. I want to get a text from this person to just remind me that I am loved and this person does like me. And it all boils down to your self-esteem. Pretty deep, right? I know that sounds all kind of crazy, like, oh my God, all this just from texting. But yes. That's what's happening. Think about it. On that subconscious level, getting that text message equals, I am not alone. That's what it means. That's what it means on the very deep level. So that's why it becomes an addiction, and that's why it feels so good. So we have to get out of this addictive state. We have to be okay with just checking our phones every once in a while. So I will admit, I do check my phone quite a bit, but I have to because I work with clients that are texting me and that are you know, constantly needing help. So I'm always available on text and that's one of the services I provide. However, I am trying to get it to a point, which I'm going to do here soon, is I'm going to get a second phone and I'm going to use one phone just for texting clients. So that means that I don't have to be tempted to get text messages with anyone else or look at email notifications. So I have one phone that's just going to be on me all the time for clients. And then I'm going to have another phone that does the rest of this stuff, right? texting with friends, uh, emails, Instagram, all that. Now, I say I'm going to do this, and it is a goal of mine. I'm working towards it, but I haven't done it yet. 
But that's what I would recommend that you do too. There's actually a great product and I'm going to buy it here soon. And no, this is not an advertisement. This is something that a friend recommended to me. It's called the Kitchen Safe. So you can literally put anything inside of this thing and you can lock it in there and it won't open up for you until the time that you allow it. So you can do, I think, anywhere from like, I don't know, 10 minutes all the way to like maybe even like a full day and maybe even more potentially. Again, I have to look into it a little bit, but you can put your phone in there and keep it away from you. Also, remember, you're going to look less needy and less available if you're not texting her all day, if you're not by your phone all day, if you're not trying to talk to her all day, you're going to look like you actually have things going on in your life. And the thing is, is you should have that be the perception, but it should also be true. You should have other things going on. You should have other things going on that's not keeping you addicted to your phone, looking at text messages all the time. You should be reading. You should be hanging out with friends. You should be working on your mission, maybe your side hustle to make more money. You should be working on your future. You should be working on your health. You should be eating healthy food. You should be at the gym. You should be into your hobby, whatever that may be. Always good to have three hobbies, year-round, hot hobby, winter hobby. So there's always something going on. Well, there's always two things going on that you could be doing. I just listed a bunch of stuff there that you could be doing instead of texting. Instead of talking to the girl, instead of waiting for the text message. And because it's an addiction, this is going to be very hard for you to get away from this. So it's going to take practice because everything is a muscle, especially when you're trying to get out of an addiction like this. So it's going to hurt for a while not checking your phone. And it's so funny because I'm saying this to you. I'm also saying this to myself. Like I'm trying to convince myself, like, okay, it has to be this way. Like I will be there for my clients 24 seven, but anything else, I don't want to have any temptation. And the thing is, is you're not strong enough. I'm not strong enough. We give in to the temptation. So what do you do? You take the temptation out of your hands, literally. You take it out of your hands, put it in the kitchen safe, put it away, get it out of the way so you don't have a choice. Take the choice out of it. And then you won't be just addicted. Well, you might be addicted, but at least you'll be taking the steps to getting over it, going through the withdrawal process, and then making it easier to then say, okay, I don't need to be checking my phone all the time and I don't need the validation that comes with it from the women that are texting me. And this is also, by the way, in the dating apps too, all those notifications as you have a match and so-and-so messaged you. It feels good, but that's not where we want to get our feel-good feelings from. No, we need them to be healthier, more sustainable feelings. Because let me tell you something. You can get all the good feelings you want from seeing the text message come in, seeing the match come in. But guess what? If you're stuck in that, then you're always going to be looking for that. You will always be looking for the next hit, so to speak. And yes, it is very similar to drugs. And you're going to need more and more and more and more and more to make sure that you remain happy in this validation-seeking loneliness hole. I'm coming from a very dark place, but I'm really trying to reach the guys who are listening who are having these issues, just so you know why texting is such a big issue. And I want you to fix it. It'd be cool to hear from you. If you end up getting the kitchen safe from Amazon or maybe even the site, wherever you get it from, uh, let me know, DM me. Again, this is not sponsored. I'm just curious to see uh, which guys are taking action. And I always like to hear from you over Instagram. So you can DM me at TripAdvice. Let me know if, if you're taking the steps to do this. 
if you feel like you are in an, in an addictive pattern and you feel like you don't have control over checking your phone every five seconds where it becomes automatic, do you ever get that, that moment where you go to your phone, you open up an app? So let's just say Instagram, for example. I've done this before. It's bad. You go, you open up the app. So we open up Instagram and then you go to see if there's any notifications and then you leave. And then literally three seconds later, like one, two, three, you go and open it up again as if your brain completely forgot that you just opened it up. And I bet you you're laughing right now because I'm sure that's happened to you before. Where it's like you went in, you weren't even thinking about it. It was just automatic. And then you leave and you go back in. And sometimes I'll, I'll catch my girlfriend, Megan. She'll do the same thing. And I'll always call her out on it. But like, what are you doing? You were just on it. Why are you going back on? Right? It's just what we do. It's addictive patterns. Catch yourself in that addictive pattern. Put the phone away. I'm telling you. Be busy. Be doing other things. So much better for you. Texting can be tough. You got to know exactly what to say, when to say it. I'm actually working with a client right now. I got off the phone with him just about 30 minutes ago. And he said to me that he went on a date with a girl and it went really well. And then he texted her, you know, hey, had a good time, which was cool. And then three minutes later, he texted her, hey, you know, let's go out. Let's go out. Are you free Saturday or Sunday to set up a second date? And here's the thing. I'm being picky. It actually ended up working out fine. And she texted him back and said, yeah, I'm free Saturday. But I wanted to let him know, like, you don't need to be asking for the date that fast. Like, You can let it breathe for a second and wait the next day. And I believe, and we kind of come to this conclusion where it worked out with that specific girl, but he found himself reviewing after I commented on this. He, he started reviewing in his head, you know what? I think maybe that's why I lost some girls. I think I, I came off needy in texting and was texting too much and you know trying to uh, get a hold of them too much or get them to respond to me and you know that is a big reason why you might scare off a woman because you're showing too much interest and too much availability again there's a line right it's like okay he sent the like are you free saturday sunday and it was totally fine and and she texted back and hey, at the end of the day, she's either interested or not. But I still think it would have been better if you just waited a day, texted her the next day, let things sink in a little bit. So there is a little bit of an art to timing. There is a little bit of an art to what are you going to say? Mainly, it's always going to come down to asking them for logistics and seeing when they want to hang out. So that's what it's all based on, okay? If you need help with this, if you feel like you need coaching help, you know where to go, coachedbytrip.com. If you want me to help you and guide you along in this process and actually have me write the text messages for you so you can actually see what it's like and understand how to do it, we can do that for you. And I'm always there for you. Like I said, I mean, I even have, have guys who are texting me right now. How do I know? Well, I just checked, but I checked just to see if it was true and it was true. So I'm always available for you over text and you need help. And that's why coaching is so powerful. So go to coachedbytrip.com if you want to work with me. And thanks for listening to my rant on texting today. I really hope it helped give you just a new outlook on what texting is and the dangers of it. So be careful out there and make sure that you are keeping it to a minimum.